It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon et Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. We're going to talk love. We're going to talk relationships. I'm going to get to you phone calls. I'm going to get to you emails. I'm going to answer some voicemails that I have here uh, that I have to answer. But first, I want to share with you a quote I saw online. I don't remember where, to be honest. But I thought it was really interesting. And it said that. It said, breakup with the pattern, not just a person. Meaning that, you know, sometimes you date the wrong person one after the other after the other. Well, that doesn't help. Really, I thought about this deeply. I said, really, it's a great quote. Break up with the pattern, not just the person. Because it's who you date over and over and over. That's the pattern. And you're going to break that. So you date somebody better for you. Something to keep in mind, including myself. I like those quotes. I'll share more of them now on the rendezvous when I have them. Anyway, time for your phone calls and your love life right now. So call me. Any questions? 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your love life, call me now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amanda. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Amanda. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you? Well, um, I really like this guy. He's a new one in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. But I started noticing that he only brushes his teeth in the morning and not at night. And that feels really strange. I don't think that's normal. (laughs) It definitely is strange and must smell even stranger in the evening when he doesn't brush his teeth after dinner. Um, what does he say? He said he just wasn't raised like that, and he was actually married um, a few years ago, and his ex-wife didn't either. So this is just something that he was raised with. I don't know. What, I mean, he's from the Midwest, but I, I don't think I know lots of people from the Midwest that brush their teeth. Two times a day. Uh, yeah, three I live in the Midwest for the last uh, 22 years. I brush my teeth okay. three times a day after each meal. That was my parents' education. Every time you have a meal, brush your teeth and floss. Right. So, I even asked on social media, does anyone else do this? Everyone was on my side. No, for sure. No, it's a, So, okay, so how much does it bother you? A lot. I mean, I got him a toothbrush as a gift, but he kind of got offended by it. Um, he just won't listen to me, and I feel like... You know, a relationship is compromise. Um, yeah. I would compromise for him if he had a problem with me, but it doesn't look like he wants to compromise. Well, then, good point. But then why would you want to stay with a man who doesn't want to compromise? Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> it's interesting because it leads to the conclusion that we both can make now that this man is not going to work out for you. I mean, a, a rigid man who, A, doesn't brush his teeth twice a day. Houston, we have a problem, number one. <laughs> and two, I think that the fact that he's so rigid and doesn't want to compromise is another good reason to say, hasta la vista, baby. True. All right, I guess I got, I'm going back online again. <laughs> That's it. Back to online dating. Good luck to you, Amanda. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You too. Coming up, I am going to go answer a very interesting voicemail question from Kathy about her husband. So her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, 24-7, do like Kathy. Just leave me a voicemail with your questions, and I'll get to it. Take a listen. Hey, Simon. This is Kathy. I listen to you a lot, and I have a question. I've been in a relationship for 13 years now. Anyway, at one point in the relationship, I was pretty heavy. So 
I have recently lost about 120 pounds and I am now a lot thinner. But during that time when I was heavy, we were having absolutely no ooh la la. And now that I have lost all of that weight, we seem to have an abundance of ooh la la. So I'm not sure really how that makes me feel that he thought I might have been undesirable for all that time I was heavy. I don't know. I'll be listening. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Kathy, thank you. Merci for your voicemail. I'll answer that next. So how would you feel if you were Kathy and she um, recently lost 120 pounds and noticed that uh, before she lost the weight, her and her man didn't have any ulala. But now that she's lost 120 pounds, they're having ulala all the time. So Kathy's wonder, Simon, do you think he was not attracted to me prior that I lost the weight? And the answer is yes, indeed, he wasn't. And it's not against you. It doesn't, you know, it's not something negative. It's just the fact that, especially men are visual. And our uh, ulala reactions, our erotic uh, portion, is really based on looks and vibes. That's how men function. It's not against you. It's the way men are programmed, wired. So don't take it against you. I, you know, I think it's great that everything is great now. And, and don't talk about it with your man because there's nothing you can do. And the fact that everything is great now, keep it great. You know, nothing to be worried about. That's my advice. So enjoy the ulala and catch up for all the years that you didn't have any ulala. Uh, you call that next. Leah, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on in your relationship? How can I help? Well, I've been in a relationship for about two years now, and things just feel, I don't know, pretty stale. They're not bad, but they're not, like, exciting or, like, romantic anymore. It just sort of feels kind of blah. And I don't know if that's normal or if that's bad, and I'm just looking for some guidance. Um, the honeymoon phase lasts usually no more than 18 months. And so after that, the real relationship starts, which means usually we have a bit less ooh-la-la, things are a little less exciting. So that's normal. But what is the unspoken in your, in your story? What do you think you're not telling me about him? Uh, I keep thinking about my ex. Ah, now we're talking. I knew there was an unspoken somewhere there. So <laughs> what, what do you miss about your ex? Um, it was just very, uh, well, it was very tumultuous, but it was always exciting, you know, great conversations, and not saying that I don't have great conversations with my current boyfriend, but it's not as, there's not, like, sparks flying the way there were with the ex. Right. I understand. In your intuition, as a, you know, women have a fantastic intuition, do you think you should stay with that guy, or not stay with that guy, and go back with your ex? No, I think I'm probably self-sabotaging because it was a very toxic relationship. I, I'm glad you said that because it has to come from you. Now, about this guy now, the, the guy you waste, do you think this is the guy for you? I mean, the thought of having to go back dating just sounds so terrible and, you know, he's such a great guy and I really care about him deeply. I guess I'm, I think he's talked about marriage, so maybe I'm getting cold feet about that. You know why you're getting cold feet about this? Why? Because you're not in love with him, my dear. Oh, no. Because you said, I cared about him deeply. And honestly, let's reverse it, Leah. Let's say he called me and said about you, 
I care about Leah deeply. Do you think that means I'm crazy in love with her? Well, I do love him, though. I, I don't know why I said mm. that instead of love. No, because you meant it. Because your oh, fear God. of being alone dating is bigger than what you have to do with him. And I don't want to tell you what to do on this one, but I'll leave you this insight. We have one life. Don't settle because you're afraid of being alone. If in your intuition you don't have this, especially only after two years, this love, this fire, this butterfly, it's just two years. If you're already at the stage of, I don't know, my advice is not to stay with him, I'll be honest. But then you'll decide. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So good luck to you. Follow your intuition. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. You too. Talking about settling it down, I have a question for you. When do you know it's time to settle down and when do you know it's time to go? Let's talk about that next. How do you know when you're in a relationship and things are like ups and down and also, you know, maybe it becomes more boring after a while, the exciting phase is down. When do you know if it's time to settle down and compromise and make efforts or is it time to go because you're too bored and you know you can do better and you're not into it. So how do you know that, right? That's, that's the main question. Because this very question will define the future of your love life in so many occasions. Settle down, make the efforts and say, oh, it's not perfect, but it's comfortable and it's okay, I feel safe. Or, you know what? I can do better. I can find a better partner. This is something that I've been struggling with in my life in a couple of occasions. So let me share a story about this and my thoughts next. So this is a mistake I've made too many times. So I'm glad to share that so you don't do like me, do better than me. I've often, in my dating life, after the first two years or three, you know, just felt bored and I gave up and thinking, you know, well, I don't have those butterflies and I don't want to settle down for if, if it's just routine. And I left. And sometimes, actually more often than not, women have left me for the same reason. Uh, but looking back, I've learned one thing. We can't look for perfection every day. A relationship is up and down, up and down, exciting, boring, boring, stable, safe, and then growing stronger. We also have to realize we all have to go through that tunnel of kind of accepting that it's not as exciting as the beginning. And once you come out of the tunnel, you're good to go. So don't do like me. Don't rush and think it's forever going to be great. It is maybe if you go through the tunnel. And remember, the grass doesn't get greener next time. That's something I've learned the hard way. So that's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Christine. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on in your relationship? How can I help? Well, I don't know if I have one or yet, um, but okay. I, uh, I have a, a really close guy friend and we decided to take a road trip and we had a great time. And, you know, the first night we slept separately and then the next night we slept in the same bed. And, um, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night and his like legs were on my legs. And then the next day he was like, oh, I hope you don't mind. I kind of revert to cuddling. And I was mm. like, okay, that's cool. And I wasn't sure if that was like a message he was trying to send me. But then from that point on, like, we were full on cuddling, like relationship cuddling. And it got kind of intense. And I was like, wait, maybe I'm having feelings for this guy. Um, mm -hmm. But he didn't make any other moves, nothing other than cuddling. So I left 
the road trip being very confused and feeling like I was getting mixed messages, and I'm not sure what to do at this point. So there was no kissing and no ooh-la-la, right? No. You know, he would squeeze my arm and, like, you know, it just felt sweet and, and, like, he might be interested, but it didn't go beyond that. Like, he didn't try to kiss me, but it did feel like, I don't know, it's like what you would do with your boyfriend. Okay. You want to go out with him, right? You would like to engage in a normal relationship when there are romance, you know, ooh-la-la, erotic and all that, right? Normal stuff. Yeah, I mean, ideally, like, he's kind of a perfect match for me, and we get along. We travel so well together. Even by the end, he was like, wow, that was crazy. We travel really well together. It's so much fun. So, What do you think he fears? Your rejection? Um, I think that he's probably afraid of ruining our friendship. But if that's the case, I feel like we shouldn't cuddle. Like, <laughs> it's too confusing. 100%. Okay, now, you know, all you got to do is move your hands a certain way, and that city gets the signal, right? I mean, all you got to do, I know I'm a guy. <laughs> so do you think you can do that? Just kind of next time you cuddle, just move your hands differently. Yeah, I mean, it does make me a little nervous because I guess I'm afraid of him rejecting me, but at the same time, uh, he is giving me if, kind of a lot of signals. <laughs> yes, listen, I mean, if he rejects you, you know, then the illusion ends and there's nothing. If he gets on and you guys have wonderful relationship, then we'll be so glad that you, you dare to do this. And in life, who doesn't dare doesn't live. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess it is like you got to just pop the fantasy bubble and uh, either it well, pops listen. or it keeps going, you know? Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you're going to be best pals and you, you'll never have ooh-la-la kiss or have a relationship. So you, it's time to know. I said next time, you know what to do. Just move your hands at, at the right place and that's it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, Kristen. Well, good luck to you. I hope it works out. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You're the best. I appreciate it. I got to be honest with you. I mean, if I met a woman I really like and we start cuddling, I don't know about you, but could you just cuddle and do nothing else when you like somebody? <laughs> Let's talk about this next. Okay, let's not beat around the bush on the rendezvous. My last caller, Kristen, goes... I met this guy, I really like him, but we keep cuddling, we kind of relationship cuddling, which I had to understood it means like not very sensual, but sensual still, but nothing like making out or not ooh la la or kissing. And I just, I, I'm curious, how would you feel if you like somebody and that person doesn't make a move on you? Because listen, maybe it's just me and call me Frenchie or whatever, but when I'm with a woman on my sofa, you know, in my arms, uh, the cuddling will lead to kissing and other things. Because hopefully we like each other. And I just wonder, how would you feel if you were in Kristen's shoes and you were with somebody who would just cuddle? No kissing, no caressing, no ooh-la-laing. <laughs> what would you do? You want to know what I would do if I were him? Stay with me. You're going to laugh. It's a very different reaction I have in mind. <laughs> Next. So, I'm going to be very direct. Uh, if it was me, you know, Christine, uh, in my last caller case where uh, this guy just want to cuddle, relationship cuddle, which is another word I've learned tonight. But anyway, uh, here's what would happen. Uh, I would definitely smoothly try to kiss you. That, that's what would happen. Because no way can I be on the sofa with a woman I like in my arms 
and just cuddling and suddenly not feel almost inside my chest, in my heart, a desire to kiss you. If I don't feel that, then we're not going to cuddle ever again. And if you don't feel that for me, you shouldn't cuddle with me either. I don't know how you feel about this. I'm going to put on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. But cuddling should be also, when we're together, you know, part of the romantic uh, part of the relationship. Otherwise, I'm just saying, what's the point? If you cuddle with me, I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> That's me just being myself right there. Now you know it. You call that next. Something romantic and sweet happened to you? Please call the rendezvous now. That's the show for it. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Diane. Bonjour. How are you? I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I understand you, um, you were in London and then something unique happened. What happened? Yes. When I was in college, I did... Um an exchange program from my school uh, to London. And it was beautiful, and I loved it, and I didn't have anything except a bicycle to get around because I was a student and I didn't have any money. And, um, well, you're French. You know how those traffic circles are? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I do. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Merging into one of those traffic circles, and somebody wasn't paying attention. Anyway, I got I got hit. And um, I fell down, and I got pre- hit, hit pretty hard because I hit my oh. head. And um, oh, no. I chipped a tooth. <laughs> So it was oh, pretty embarrassing, no. and I was bleeding because, you know, when you hit your head, you just get blood everywhere. Yep. And this EMT, you know, pulls up um, and with those beautiful English sirens, and this guy was just so cute, and he had dark hair and dark eyes, and he had that wonderful accent. And he was, you know, starting off calling me um, ma'am and miss and all that, but then it got a little, you know, sweetie. He started coming up. Anyway, I, we could definitely tell there was... Some little sweet spark between us. So anyway, um, after that all happened and I got to the hospital and they fixed my tooth and all that, I tried mm-hmm. to find out who it was that helped me so I could reach out and say thank you so much. And um, I did. I reached out. I sent him a note and he wrote back and we were together for the rest of the time that I was in England. And that was just one of the sweetest little romances I ever had. I like that story. It's, it's how something bad turns out to something good. The unexpected surprise of life. Like you go from something really bad, like an accident, to falling in love with somebody who comes to rescue. I like that. Thank you so much for sharing, Diane. I really appreciate your story and glad you're good now. And and I wish you a wonderful night. Well, thank you so much for telling all our stories. Thank you, Diane, and have a good night. Good night. Now, I have a cool last question for you to finish the show. What would you prefer for a first date? Your date plans everything. Or they ask you what you want to do. (laughs) Let's talk about that next. So, what would you prefer for a first date? Your date plans everything or they ask you what you want to do. What do you prefer, really? Um, I posted that question on my social media. I hope you follow me. If you like The Rendezvous, you're going to love the social media. At Rendezvous Radio. Check it out. At Rendezvous Radio. Anyway... Interesting answers. 76% of you voted, I want them to plan everything. (laughs) And 25% of you said, I want them to ask me what I want to do first. So that's interesting. I am a planner. So when I take a a woman on on a first date, I like to plan everything. But I do ask about, you know, if there's any restrictions. Because you end up pretty silly if you go to a place and your date can't eat anything, right? So the only thing I, I, I would always ask if there's dietary restrictions. Besides that, I like to take care of everything else. That's just me. Thank you so much for voting. Thank you for spending the evening with me. Et puis bonsoir. 
The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.